friend. Welcome to Pink Girl Podcast. I'm your host, Alicia Clayton. This is the show where we talk about working moms, women, and all things girl power. Hi, welcome to the episode. I'm going to be sharing my top favorite seven things about Instagram. Just wanted to share some tips and tricks for helping you improve your Instagram business page. Um, For those of you who don't know, I'm the owner of Pink Girl Media. I'm an Instagram strategist, so I help people let go of their Instagram. Um, I wanted to just share some of the trends I'm seeing on Instagram and give you some things to just improve your Instagram for this next 2020 year. Number one is your bio. So underneath your picture, you will see, or right next to your picture, you'll see your name, a space to put your name, and then a mini bio below with a link to your website. Now, there's only a certain number of characters allowed in that bio that includes spaces and emojis. I would highly recommend trying to do less than the required amount, only because I think it really helps you hone in on who you are targeting and what your brand is. Um, I love to play around with my bio sometimes and just try to reduce it as much as I can. So that's a challenge I would give to you. Now, when you go in, um, you can edit your name, edit your bio at any time, edit your website. I would recommend when you put in your name, You add your first and last name or just your first name and then you put a title next to it because this is the only part besides hashtags that is searchable in Instagram. So for example, if I'm looking for a lawyer, I can go into Instagram, which has now become some a type of search engine and I can type in lawyers in Utah or lawyers and then anybody who has lawyer in their name will pop up. So this is a great place for you to put a title. Mine says Instagram strategist. So if someone's looking for help in Instagram, my name will hopefully pop up and then um, I may be able to help them that way. So just make sure that you put um, your name so you're searchable and then a title. Um, Then below that, well, first of all, you want to make sure you have a really good picture of yourself that's very clear, that represents your brand. Um, Some people like to put their logo there. Um, whatever it is, whether it's your logo or a really professional picture of you, make sure it's really clear and it represents you. Um, next under the bio, you have an opportunity to put who you serve, who you help and who your target audience is. This is where it's really important to be very specific. Who do you target? Who can you help? Are you helping women or men? Are you helping small business owners Do you help um, single moms? Be very specific who it is that you serve the best. And um, don't worry about being too specific because if if you've taken any branding courses or if you've gotten any branding tips, um, you know that the more you niche down or niche down, I don't know how to say that word. I say niche, but some people say niche down to something very specific of what you do best, the more the people that need to find you do. So for example, I serve women who are solopreneurs and who um, need help with Instagram. So 
I'm, I have a very specific skill set that I like to offer. And um, although I can help people with other things, I'm best at helping people with Instagram. So focusing on that and putting in there who you help. That could be something like I help and then fill in the blank. And then what's really great is to add a call to action. So um, link, to, uh, link, to my bio, link to my website or click below and then you put your website or your links. Now we'll come back to that. But another thing I would highly recommend in your bio is to add a little personal touch, whether that's emoji that you love that represents you and your brand or a little tip about yourself. So do you love surfing or swimming or Star Wars or whatever it is? Something that adds that personal touch and makes you stand out. I would recommend um, adding that. I have seen people use hashtags in their bio, but I would recommend taking those out and just using hashtags in your captions. And we'll talk about that in a minute. Let's go back to the link. Um, when you're adding your, your link below, some people like to add their website there. Others like to use Linktree, and I'll talk about that in a sec. And then others like to go right to their launching page or their services. So whatever it is you liked, you want people to see first, that's what you add to your website link. Now, Linktree is this free program where you go in, you can put a number of links in there and it stores them in one spot. So it's almost like a file folder. And so if you're quoting somebody or you're talking about a blog post or you have a product you love, instead of always changing your bio link, you can just say link in bio and have a number of links in one place. So check out Linktree if that's something you're interested in and it's pretty easy to set up. Now, next, number two, oh, so we talked about your bio. The second thing I wanna talk about is your images. Now, something that I'm seeing that kind of makes me cringe, so I'm giving you this tip because I care, <laughs> is I'm seeing a lot of blurry images or a lot of quotes written by other people. Now, there's a number of problems with that. If your images are too blurry or if they are written by someone else, that, that's a copyright issue. And so you want to make sure that your images are very clear, very crisp, and they represent your brand. So if you're just sharing a bunch of quotes about random things, that is not going to help your brand. You want, If you are sharing quotes and images, you want them to be very specific to who you want to target. If I'm targeting single moms, I want to make sure my quotes have to do with single moms, my images show single moms, and reach out that way. So your Instagram feed is kind of like a mini website. You're able, to, and also like a business card. You're able to build a reputation online so you're searchable. So people can find you and find your product. So you want to come across, of course, as professional. Now your images, um, if you do decide to use someone else's images because they do fit your brand, please, please, please tag them. Add them in your caption. Um, add their Instagram handle so that people know the source of where you got that. And so you're promoting them as well because that image they created. If you're looking for some images that are not copywritten, that are totally free to use, you don't have to credit anyone, check out pixabay.com. So that's P-I-X-A-B-A-Y.com or pexels.com, P-E-X-E-L-S.com. Now, 
It's kind of trending that stock photos are kind of going out, but when you're first starting out on your Instagram business page and you need some good images, these are some great resources until you can get professional pictures taken that represent your brand or until you can design your own. So another great resource is Canva. Now there's a free version and I love the free version, but you can go in and design different images and templates and use them and you don't have to credit anyone. And this makes your feed look more consistent. That's one of the main things you want to do is use consistent colors, consistent images, a consistent pattern for posting. Um, I recommend posting every day, five days a week, once a day. So you can be, people can see you and recognize you and you can build your tribe. Um, the third thing I want to talk about is your captions, your written captions. Now, just like I said before, Instagram is now being thought of as a tiny blog, which I love because it doesn't require you to be a writer to write really good captions. You can write short ones or long ones. It's up to you. But the main thing is you want to make sure you're targeting your audience and that you're showing your personality and your brand coming through. You can add humor, you can educate, you can inspire, you can teach. Whatever it is that you do and you can switch off with what you caption. Just making sure that it sounds good and looks good. So spacing is really important in your captions. If you have your hashtags all mixed in or if you don't have paragraph breaks or if you're using too many emojis, people are going to lose interest and they're not going to read. So once you've captured them with a great image, they're going to read your caption. Um, I love this resource, resource that you can find online for free. It's called Instagram Line Breaker. You can Google it or you can go to my Instagram page, Pink Girl Media. And under my stories, I have one called tips and Instagram tips. So if you click on it, I do a little video about how to do that. Um, it's a great way for you to copy and paste your content into Instagram with the right spacing because it's really hard to space inside of the app. For whatever reason, it just gets really tricky. So if you use an outside source and copy and paste it in, it'll just look a lot better. Next, that brings me to my fourth favorite thing to talk about, and that is hashtags. Now, hashtags were kind of a joke in the beginning. Everyone was using them, overusing them, but they're actually a really powerful resource. It's a great way to be searchable. So sometimes people will search on Instagram just for certain hashtags and follow all those hashtags. So let's say I love balloons. So I type in balloons and there's a hashtag that I can follow hashtag balloons. And then whenever someone uses that hashtag, it'll show up in my feed. So you want to use hashtags that are very representative of what you sell or what you represent. So um, you want to use some general ones and some very specific ones. And um, you don't want to use too many. So um, I like to use about five. Some people use up to 15. Um, I think that's the limit is 10 or 15. But um, this is a great way to find people and become a search engine. So some of the hashtags I like to use are Instagram strategist or women empowering women or solopreneurs because those are the type of people that I want to connect with and that I can help the best. So um, 
there are some apps that you can get. Some are free, some are paid for that can help you come up with some good hashtags that you can use and you can recycle. Um, Another great thing to keep in mind is that you can either add your hashtags in your caption under your picture or you can just add a separate comment and add your hashtags there. Whatever you decide to do is totally fine. But I've been amazed at how many people I've been able to find and work with and make friends with just through hashtags um, because of the connections that can be made. So that brings me to my next one, and that is DMs or direct messages. Now, the great thing about Instagram is you can truly connect with people that you've never met in person. And that's one of my favorite things about social media is connecting with people online, especially if you're a stay-at-home mom or homebound for whatever reason, you can still have connections without even leaving your house, which I think is fantastic. Now, there's these great features. So if someone comments on a picture or a post, um, make sure to reply back. Make sure to build a friendship. Even if you just like what they said, um, that builds a relationship and builds your tribe. Uh, you don't always have to follow people that follow you. Be picky. Follow only people that you really love to see their feed. Fill your feed with pictures that bring you joy. Um, you don't have to feel obligated to follow everyone that follows you um, because then that, that can get stressful and can bog down your Instagram feed and so you're getting frustrated by scrolling all the time. Um, I love to keep my feed just very clean and full of pictures that only bring me joy. Don't give me anxiety. Don't make me compare myself to others. I hide those. So, But when you find people that you can really connect with, um, maybe a fellow, maybe you're a photographer, fellow photographers, or maybe future clients, or maybe just people that um, interest you. I have some artists that I absolutely love following because I love their work. And so um, following them can be so fun. Use those messages and those comments to really build a relationship. And then what's awesome is the direct message feature. It's a private message that only you and the other person can see. Um, really get in there and don't do your sales pitch. Just build a relationship, ask questions, um, recommend books, just find a way to meet outside of Instagram, but use that DM as kind of like a private email to them. Um, that's a great way to find your tribe, to meet people who you can really connect with. Um, the next thing I love to talk about is grid patterns. So um, when people click on your name and your account and they see your bio and they see your picture, the next thing they're going to see is your feed. So you want your feed to look beautiful. I personally like to use a pattern. So um, whether that's picture, word, picture, word, and you switch off or uh, using a quote every seven posts or do a picture of you every 10 posts, whatever it is, you want to be consistent. So your pattern looks beautiful. You want it to represent you in your colors. You want the quotes to represent you in the fonts that are your brand. Um, you want to stand out. Um, it's not about having a perfect feed, but it is about having a professional looking feed. So some feeds are dark and black and white and very professional. That's great. 
if that represents your brand, own that. Um, some are light and colorful and bright and use a lot of white light. That's great. I think it's awesome that anyone can be creative on Instagram. It's not specific to graphic designers or photographers. Um, we can all use it to be creative and our iPhones can do so much, um, that we didn't used to be able to do as far as photography and design and imaging, which I absolutely love. So what you can do is you can go on somewhere like Pinterest and search Instagram grid patterns and you'll find all sorts of examples. Even if the, in the beginning you kind of copy someone's pattern because you like what they do, great. Then as you build and you grow and your business grows, you can figure out what works for you and what you like. Um, next, I love the feature of stories. This is a really trendy thing right now on Instagram is people love to watch videos over read posts. So, um, and this is big on Facebook too, but Instagram has this cool feature called Instagram stories and, um, you can watch YouTube tutorials about how to spice up your stories. There's a lot of free apps out there about how to make story templates. Basically there's two types of stories. There's you going live and talking, and then there's kind of a slideshow type story where you're showing pictures, you're showing captions, you can actually tag people and um, link to people that way. So let's say you have a product you love. You can link where you got the product from and it'll go straight to that link, um, which I love. And so What's awesome about stories is they save for 24 hours and this can be really good because maybe you want to share a behind the scenes, a day in the life, but you don't want it to be part of your brand forever. So after 24 hours, it will go away, but you can save it. So you, I'm sure you've seen those little circles of people's stories. You can actually capture those and file them on your feed and you can have different sections, tips and tricks. All your stories about tips and tricks are there. Uh, all of your stories about your reviews are there. And so that's an awesome feature. If you don't know about stories, feel free to reach out to me at pinkgirlmedia at gmail.com. I'd be happy to explain it to you. Or feel free to just Google search it. There's a lot of great tutorials. Now, if you're doing a story where you're doing a live video and you're speaking, I would highly recommend using captions. Now, there's some apps out there and some programs where some paid and unpaid where you can run your video through this app and it'll caption your story for you. Um, but I personally like to just go in and add some key words to each of my videos. The reason why captions are so great is not only do they help people who are hard of hearing, but there's a lot of people, myself included, who are watching videos on mute. So maybe it's late at night. I don't want to wake my husband or my kids. So I'm scrolling through stories looking for something that catches my interest. When you're captioning, you're using key words to catch their attention and then maybe they'll take you off mute or maybe they won't, but they can get all the information they need without the sound. So I like to just go in, add some key words in each of my frames so that people can kind of see, is this a tip or a trick? Is this a behind the scenes? Whatever it is, stories are kind of becoming trendy because they're almost the reality TV show of Instagram. Um, you've probably heard of IGTV. Those are kind of a YouTube way of preserving your stories and making them searchable. But if you just want to stick to the basics, there's a lot of resources in Instagram itself where you can add stickers, you can add captions, you can highlight things, 
You can um, link to other people's products. Um, after you have so many followers, you can do a swipe up feature where it goes straight to your product and just play around in there. Have some fun. Um, give it a shot. If you don't like to be on camera, great. Just show pictures of you or just show pictures of other people. Make sure you tag them though. So that's a really fun feature is the stories feature. And if you wanted to, you could just focus on stories and post just a few times a week on your feed. Because like I said, more hits are coming from stories. So have fun in there. This is the really creative side about Instagram. Instagram was created to share for people to share images and use that to your advantage. Use images to grab people and to share your message and to share your story. And that brings me to my next bonus feature. I've covered the seven topics, but if you don't have professional pictures of yourself, please invest in it. It is so worth it. You need to be sharing pictures of yourself at least once every seven to 10 frames. I know a lot of influencers like to share um, more than that, um, but I highly recommend sharing at least every seven to 10 frames because people need to know who is the face behind your brand? Who, who are you? And um, you want your pictures to be high quality, to look good, to show that you are a professional. So really invest in some good headshots or images of you. If you can't afford images right now, that's fine. The iPhone has great features. Use the portrait mode. Use some um, screenings or some filters. That's the word I was looking for. Use some filters in your in, in some free apps, there's a lot out there, so that your your pictures look really good. You want to use natural light. Um, Google some of these things. There's some great tips out there. Um, this is a great thing to search in Pinterest too, like some basic at-home tips for making your images look really good. Um, so that's what I would recommend. You can make sure that your images and your captions and your bio and everything just has a cohesive feel to it, um, that it's consistent, that you're showing up. Follow other people. Comment on what they do. Send DMs. Be genuine and authentic. You don't want this to be a chain letter. You don't want this to be a sales pitch. You are trying to build friendships and relationships online. And then the business can come later. A lot of people will reach out and say, I'm not getting enough business in Instagram. I'm not getting any leads. Well, the thing about Instagram is it's not so much about getting sales. It's about building your online reputation, connecting with people, building your brand. You want to be searchable. So when somebody sees you speak or hears you speak or hears your podcast, they can Google you and see, oh, this is her, this is what her brand looks like visually on Instagram. This is what she looks like on Facebook. So it's just being really aware of what you're putting out there that represents you. And be real. I know there's a lot of competition out there. And especially as women, we can be very competitive. But really, the best way to reach out to people through Instagram is when you're yourself. If you're trying to be like somebody else, you're not going to connect with people. It's going to be really hard. If you're trying to only post perfect pictures of yourself, that's fine. But you're going to attract different people than if you're more real. It's this fine line between being real and professional. So try to find that. You don't want to air all your grievances and show all your, your, your pictures of you and your family. You want to be cautious and careful. 
you, um, I personally don't share pictures of my kids, but that's just my personal safety. I don't want people to be able to see strangers to see pictures of my kids. So I purposely, um, I'll share stories about my kids and I won't use their names, but I, um, I think that's okay too. do what's comfortable for you, but make sure you realize that your public page, your business page is searchable. So those are just some tips. If you have any other questions or would like a free Instagram audit, I'd be happy to give you a quick audit, look through your feed, give you some tips and tricks. So feel free to reach out at pinkgirlmedia at gmail.com. And I hope you've all had great holidays. I know this is the time of year that everyone's thinking about making goals for the new year. It can be overwhelming. But if you just use some of those tips from from um, for Instagram, I promise you, your feed will look better. You will connect more with people and you'll really represent your brand. So good luck and feel free to reach out if you have any questions. Thanks and take care. Thanks for listening to Pink Girl Podcast. Join us next time.